guilty verdict for the murder of George Floyd swept across the U.S. and the world, more corporations than ever before weighed in on social issues, including new voting restriction laws in Georgia and proposed new rules in Texas. Companies including MasterCard, Discover, Facebook, Square, Wells Fargo all signed a pledge appearing in the Washington Post supporting the freedom to vote. Make no mistake about it, companies increasingly see delivering profits and engaging in social issues as two sides of the same coin. In this edition of Commerce Code, the increasing role of corporations in social issues. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on April 23rd. This is Commerce Code, brought to you by DCA, the Digital Commerce Alliance. It's great to be with you. If you take a traditional view, the main purpose of a corporation is to deliver profits to shareholders. But increasingly, companies are realizing that how you make those profits is just as important as the amount of profit you deliver. In other words, companies see themselves not just as money-making machines, but also as social actors. The pandemic, racial reckoning, and wealth inequality have brought this issue to the forefront of public consciousness in a way that is unprecedented. Last week, hundreds of companies took out a full-page ad in the Washington Post, voicing their support for democracy and voting rights. Rather than shying away from controversial social issues, companies are leaning in and making their voices heard. Some are even making social issues a core part of their business model. Today on the show, we speak with a fintech company called Points for Purpose. They are a loyalty company that allows consumers to earn cash back when making purchases and then donate that cash to charities of the consumer's choosing. Carl Preller is the CEO, and he talks with us about how commerce loyalty is being reinvented around a new theme of commerce with a conscience. Good morning, Carl. How are you? Morning, Sylvia. Great to be back. Yes, it's wonderful to have you back on the show. Points for Purpose is such a great company and so timely because you allow people to shop, save, and convert points into a cash donation for your favorite charity. The way we all shop and engage in spending has really changed quite a bit through the pandemic. It's kind of a jump ball. Every brand has to re-earn the loyalty of their consumers. They can't just rely on what they did before the pandemic. And I want to ask you to maybe paint a picture of how a company should regain loyalty from their customers, maybe loyalty that they've lost in the last year. And you're talking about, you know, basically linking your company's brand and linking your company's loyalty program to a social issue. Does that mean that a company should pick women or supporting minorities or the environment? And that has to be kind of a key part of their loyalty value proposition? I think there's probably two ways to answer that. We would argue strongly that every brand, retailer, organization should be thinking long and hard about purposes and causes that relate to their own business. It's important to build that into your own brand proposition, no matter what kind of business you are today, and have something that you stand for. Certainly, this new consumer audience coming through is not going to stand for businesses that don't stand for something more meaningful than just commercial perspective. So I would say that's very key. Points for Purpose itself is grounded in the belief that purpose is at the heart of how 
how you engage with customers. But more importantly, the platform itself allows your customers to choose the causes and charities that they are engaged with. So we're not making choices for them. So I think there's sort of a micro customer loyalty where we're relating to customers in the terms of their own loyalty programs. And then broadly speaking, just for brand strategy, generally make sure that your brands and organizations stand for something. It goes without saying, but there's many organizations that probably aren't doing as strong a job as they should be on it. Yeah. And in some ways, some companies have shied away from doing this because, of course, once you pick a particular social issue or conscience, social capitalism issue, it can be a double-edged sword. And we saw that in the context of, of Georgia with their new voting laws and a number of companies really speaking out strongly against it. And then getting basically, you know, retribution and pushback from politicians. And that in and of itself has become a debate on which side you're on. Is there a risk to companies when they pick a particular social cause or or should they just stick to making profits and making good products and services? I guess there's a couple of uh, nuances to that. First and foremost, I deeply personally believe that a brand and organization, they should be standing up for things and standing up for what's right in the world. Second part of that is, you know, by being purpose or cause based, it doesn't mean you need to dive headlong into political issues alone. You know, those aren't the only types of causes out there. But that being said, there are lots of brands that also would have the belief that if you try to stand for everything, you stand for nothing. So brands are able to make choices and drive deeper loyalty for standing up for things as well. So it, it works both ways. It depends on, on, on the brand you're talking about, I guess. There's been a big sort of shift to commerce with a conscience and people using their shopping for a greater social purpose. How important do you think it is to have an organization like Points for Purpose at a time like this when people really want their spending to have a favorable impact on the world? Well, Sylvia, great question. I think there's a couple of key answers to that. We're going into a really, really interesting time in this, what I'd call a not so normal new normal post-COVID environment, particularly in the US and in other parts of the world, where clearly we're going to be still living with a lot of the economic stress for a while from COVID, along with a a very interesting uh, rising trend, which would be called revenge spending and a rise in spending on oneself as well. And both of these areas have a big impact on how people think about charity. What we're going to be seeing, obviously, is a continued rise in the e-commerce shopping perspective, which allows an organization and a platform like Points for Purpose to really help tap into a renewed spending in the markets with A lot of people very aware of the economic and social impact of their spending at the same time, which is going to manifest itself in a huge rise in in charitable donations, we see. So Points for Purpose is essentially a platform that will enable this new, not-so-normal, normal shopper of the post-COVID world to both tap into this social conscience while they shop. As you think about those trends, you know, the increase in spending and also this increase in social consciousness, do you see an increase in points being donated to charities or just an increase in charitable contributions? And and the reason I ask is we've seen a lot of initiatives, for example, Discover, which is a DCA member company, they've launched a program that enables their cardholders to support Black-owned restaurants. Yesterday, I was on Google and I was doing a search and the Google search bar theme was about supporting women-owned businesses. So there just seems to be a bit of a trend to people wanting to do good with their spending. And are we seeing a tie to that in terms of people wanting to increase their charitable contributions, either in cash or in points? 
Great question again. I think there are a couple of things that we should watch out for in the industry. The first one is, yes, there has been a short-term drop in overall charity donations in the midst of an economic depression or recession. A lot of the charitable donations have become intensely local. For the long run, I think there's a couple of things that we should really be thinking about heavily. Firstly, the local theme will continue. But when you're thinking about brands and retailers and platforms that are enabling charitable donations, it's a new form of loyalty. And we would argue at points for purpose that in many ways, the loyalty market is quite broken here in the USA. We've ended up with a loyalty system, which is essentially price discount driven. Brands and retailers that tap into the causes that their customers care about have obviously got a far better chance of building long-term engagement with customers. Along with the shorter-term impact of COVID, we also have a longer-term trend with what we call Generation We. The spending across Gen Z and millennials, we call these the Gen We, has become intensely focused on social causes. The truth is any brand or retailer that wants to win long-term customer loyalty definitely needs to be thinking about cause and purpose as a, a center point of its loyalty strategy. And in some ways, hopefully, this will end up being a swap from discounts and price discounting back into more meaningful currencies for loyalty. Makes a lot of sense. And as you look into the future, Points for Purpose has a really self-explanatory name. It's really clear that you're going to be engaging in loyalty and contributing to causes and purposes that you care about. I think I know how you're going to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you think that this is a long-term trend or is it more of a fad? We would say strongly that this isn't a fad, it's a trend, and it's part of the underlying psychology and attitudes of hundreds of millions of people. What we are seeing is certainly in younger audiences, there is a, a demand for a social action and a demand for purpose, and people are making choices around their brands based on how brands are acting in the world. So that isn't going to go away in a hurry, and rightly so, thank heavens. Great for the world for us to have a, a group of younger consumers coming through the world who are socially active and environmentally active and, and all the right things. It's hopefully making the world a better place. So that's great. I would argue pragmatically on an operational perspective. So you talk about platforms like Points for Purpose, which is self-explanatory. Is there going to be an ever-increasing demand for customers to find ways to frequent and show their loyalty to brands and retailers that are doing the right thing? Absolutely. We'd see that continuing for the indefinite future. The power of the course is also in everything and in our digital world is allowing some form of customization and personalization of the experience. The power to choose a brand and then choose your own cause is also quite a different process. There are very, very few easy to use customer experiences that allow people and customers to do it. I'd even argue and even some of the biggest organizations we look at, even if they do have the ability to allow their customers to donate to charities, very often it's not front and center of their of their digital user experience. In fact, the ability to donate is sometimes hidden and multifolds down in the customer experience today. We would argue that's a huge miss and platforms like Points for Purpose will allow organizations to move the purpose side of shopping and custom up to the front of the experience, not the back end of the experience. Well, thank you, Carl. I really appreciate your insights. It was a pleasure to have you back on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. As always, enjoy it. That's Carl Preller from Point for Purpose joining us from Connecticut. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on companies and social purpose. false choice is when you're made to think that choosing one answer prevents you from choosing another, different answer. For example, for a long time, Formula One race cars were thought to be inherently 
dangerous, and that it was a given that every few years, a driver would die in a fiery crash because of the speeds involved. You could have fast cars or no injuries to drivers, but you could not have both. Well, it turns out that you can, in fact, have both very fast cars and very few injuries. Due to numerous safety enhancements, not a single driver died in Formula One last year, and there were very few, if any, serious injuries. So what do Formula One race cars have to do with digital commerce companies? Well, digital commerce companies are realizing that there's a false choice involved between delivering high profits and standing up for what is right. Increasingly, corporations believe they can and should do both. That's because the companies that are doing both are thriving. You could call this the new age of commerce with a conscience. If you want to learn more about the latest trends in financial data, digital commerce, and commerce with a conscience, check out our website at www.digcomall.org. That's www.digcomall.org. For the Digital Commerce Alliance, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares signing off.